Hello everyone and welcome to Friends Till The End, your one-stop shop for all things Friends as we critique the whole bloody series episode by episode. I'm Michael, as always, joining me is a stranger that I bumped to in the street one day who I found out had never watched Friends and decided to do a podcast with them. It's Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, Michael. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. Lounging back from the microphone in your casual manner. Of course. Yeah. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. We managed to get out of bed for today's episode, just so you people know. Um, how How has your life changed since we've upped our, our schedule to two episodes a week, Elizabeth? Well, I have to dedicate a lot more time to sitting around watching TV. Mm-hmm. But then you have to talk about it afterwards. I'd say it has enriched it. Has it really? It's fun. Okay, good. How has it changed your life? It's about the same. Oh, well, okay. Before we get into today's episode, I want to refer back to our friend's drinking game that we were talking about a little while ago. I want to try and kind of turn it open to our listeners because we've got over 100 followers on Twitter now, Elizabeth. We've hit the big time. I know, right? Some people are even tweeting us to say hi, which is very nice. We very much appreciate it. Thank you for saying hi. So I want to kind of address our, our, our friend's drinking game. I am currently having a sober month. So like, if, if you've noticed anything different from the last couple of episodes, <laughs> it's because I've been doing them sober, uh, which, is, which is weird for me, and hopefully it's not affected uh, everybody's in, enjoyment of the, the episodes too much. Elizabeth, you've very kindly decided to, to drink for two. You've picked up the slack, and you're, you're consuming all of my drinks as well as your usual ones. I'm drinking tea, thank you. You're, you're fine. But I spiked with vodka. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. <laughs> so what we'd like to do is have the, the drinking game kind of all wrapped up and done with by the end of the month so that when I get back off the wagon... When I fall off that wagon again, um, we can have a fun drinking game to start playing. Sounds great. And I think this would be really good because um, we're about halfway through season one now. I think we're planning for when we start season two, we're planning on doing something a little bit special and maybe doing like a, a, a couple of marathon days, watch a few episodes back to back and record them and then maybe release them over a week or so. So we're hoping to do that and I think the, the drinking game would be a fun thing to do for that. So uh, what we need is uh, the help of of our wonderful listeners to help contribute to that. So uh, we're going to read through what we've got so far. And uh, if you have any suggestions on how to, uh, of things to add to the game, you can tweet us at FriendsPod and and that'd be jolly good. Please do. Yeah, it'd be jolly good. So a couple of the rules that we have, we're basically breaking it down, things that happen in the episodes. Obviously we're we're talking early days friends, season one going into season two for the games. I think the the rules to the game will probably change as the seasons go on and the characters evolve. But Mm -hmm. for the time being, we've broken it down by one drink, two drink, three drinks and take a shot. Uh, And and here's some of the rules. Uh, So for for one drink, Elizabeth, uh, an appearance from Gunther, either lurking in the background or, but we haven't been introduced to him yet. But that doesn't... I've introduced you to him. Fine, fine. Okay, fine. so that... The bleach blonde wor- worker in Central Perk, whenever he's on screen, you take a drink. Okay, gone okay. through. Um, whenever you see anyone's nipples, nipples. Uh, you take a drink. Okay. Yep, nipples are in there. Uh, anytime, like, wait, wait, you mean like actual nipples? Like through their shirt. Oh, okay. So not not like men without their shirts. Well, on. yeah, that counts too. Oh, okay. Yeah, both. Wait, is it one drink per nipple? No, it's okay. when you see... A nipple. A pair of nipples. You have to see two? No, just nipples. Okay, just nipples. Just whenever there's a nipple. This is quality questions our mm-hmm. listeners might have. Well, I mean, as as you won't know yet, but as it comes along, if we were to do one drink per nipple, there would be one particular character who you would take oh, three drinks God. for. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are they doing, friends? 
Uh, one that I've I've put down. I don't know if that comes up so much now, but what's going to become a trope is when anyone ever says, "Oh my god." Uh, so that's going to be a one drink. Okay. Uh, we broke one down by character traits. So whenever Joey's being dumb, whenever Phoebe's being kooky or weird, whenever Monica's being anal about something, take a drink. Mm-hmm. Sound good. And uh, the final one I added for one drink is when somebody says the word friend or friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because apparently it's said in every episode. So Just once? Well, at least once. Okay. So we'll have so you to see. Like a fun scavenger hunt. Yeah, something okay. to look out for. So that's the one drinks, and you know, if you want to add to that again, at friends pods, and um, yeah, just obviously things that happen fairly regularly uh, on the show, but maybe not too regularly. Going on to the two drinks, we need some we need some extra ones for that. So far, we've got whenever we see someone wearing a turtleneck or a waistcoat. Oof, I yeah. want to I want to add one to that after this episode. I'm adding ill fitting jacket suit jacket I as think well. That's the style, though. But that's well, that's the style. That's okay. Uh, it's outrageous. Right. I mean, it's just it's the '90s. It was going crazy. All right, all right. Um, so turtlenecks, waistcoats, and ill-fitting jackets. Uh, two drinks for Ross and Monica being overly touchy-feely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's God. put that one in, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, whenever someone makes a... Or whenever there's a cheap lesbian laugh, whenever, whenever someone makes a cheap laugh. Right, uh, because they constantly have to say my, her lesbian lover yeah. or whatever, and just being like and her that girlfriend, just, her fiancé. And that in itself gets a laugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Good. So those are the ones for the two drinks so far. For three drinks, we only have one so far so we need more of that I, I was going to suggest whenever Phoebe sings yeah yeah, yeah like she has to sing not like just her with her guitar okay but if, if it's like a, a moment where you can tell that she is playing and singing but it's like in a montage so you don't hear it does that count I don't think that's ever going to happen it happened in this episode we just watched did it yes when in the hospital room oh it did okay no you gotta hear her voice okay you gotta hear her voice okay right. you fine with that for three or should that be a two um I think three, I really don't know how much she's going to sing coming up, so for right. now, I guess. Let's put it in for now. Three. And then for our shots, or for just like four drinks, or finishing our drink, I suppose. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, I've got two. Uh, one is when a black person talks. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah. It's very... Very rare. Very rare. It's so, so far. It's so white, this show. There's no <laughs> diversity. Yeah. Almost at all. Well, hopefully that, that changes as we go on. I would hope so. Yeah. We can only hope. And then the, the, the other one I've got so far is when Elizabeth agrees with uh, Monica being anal. Because <laughs> uh, I think you've done that a couple of times. Absolutely. So, so yep, we, we can add that in as well. So Good addition. Those are the rules we have so far. We'll maybe take a picture of these and put them on our Twitter account, at FriendsPod. And yes, we want this to be an interactive one. So uh, obviously they've got to be spoiler free because... Elizabeth doesn't know too much about what's coming up on the show and it should be catered more towards uh, the first couple of seasons and we'll maybe alter the rules as we go on. But yeah, if you would like to contribute at Friends Pod, that would be awesome. And then you can drink along at home with us when you listen to this podcast or when you watch the episodes. So, episode 11. Oh, all right. Muscle in on my turf. Yes. Season 1, episode 11, Elizabeth. The one with Mrs. Bing. The one with Mrs. Bing. Another episode where you have no memory of this whatsoever. I don't know what's happening. I, I, either it's been so long, but I remember some of them. It's been so long. But it hasn't maybe. been so long. You were watching these just like six months ago. I know. I remember the first few, mm. but these past few, I just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's like glitch with Netflix or if I just blacked out with some of these. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, but I think it leads to... I think it's good. I think it's better that you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Uh, this one was... I was going, what? Yeah. In this one. This is one that I don't remember so well either, mm. actually. 
one that's kind of forgotten about, one that I try and forget, just like many of our characters probably try and forget as well. <laughs> but we'll get to that. The episode first uh, premiered on NBC January 5th, 1995. We're into the, the 95s now. All right. Do you remember much about 1995? I sure do. Yeah? Yeah. What were you? Six? Six. Six years old. What were now you doing? Now everyone knows my age. What were you doing at six years old? Not worrying about anything. <laughs> Having <laughs> fun. Oh, those were Playing the hand clap games and hopscotch. Uh-huh. Our last episode, the one with the monkey, had 19.9 million viewers. Do you think this episode did higher or lower, Elizabeth? Higher. Higher? First episode of the year? Yeah. Yeah. 26.6 million. They got a big Ooh. jump. They got a big 7 million viewers. Or 6.5 viewers. I think I'm curious, though, about who is Mrs. Bing? Mm. What is she here for? Yeah. I think you're probably right. That probably plays into it. Mm-hmm. We do. We open on the street. Yes. On the New York street, which again is a, a, a newer one, different mm-hmm. one. I don't think we've had that before. We don't see them outside an awful lot. I no. still think it was a set. I don't think they were on location. It was still very much a, a, an outdoor Probably. or an indoor set. But sure. thanks to the magic of television, it was impeccably designed to make to create the illusion that they were outside. Mm-hmm. And it worked well. I, I genuinely believe they were outside. I guess I never thought about it, but... Oh, God, TV, eh? <laughs> just, just magical. Um, I need to get some wine. Hold on. Hold on, everyone. So unprofessional. I'm having too much fun. It needs wine. So we have Phoebe and Monica and you stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about something or other. And they see a handsome man. Mm-hmm. Very, very sort of strong-chinned, grizzled, floppy-haired, but in a, a kind of masculine, manly sort of way. He kind of looked like a Ken doll to me. Looked like a J. Crew model. I thought. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Ken Doll's a good one as well, though. Mm. So, yeah, they're both kind of taken by him. They both uh, both attracted attracted to him. They like they like the goods he was selling. <laughs> so, he walks by. He say, he comments. He, he sees both of them, and he says, nice hat, and walks away. The girls have a little argument over um, who he said it to, because they were both wearing hats. Mm-hmm. Who do you think he was saying it to? Monica's fit her better, I think. <laughs> But, well, Phoebe's was kind of outlandish. Like, it was bigger and it was kind of in your face, so maybe he thought he was saying, like, oh, nice hat, because it's different. But this isn't a but, discussion on whose hat was actually better. Like, who, I know, but who this you... is what, how my process okay, is, fine. man. So I think he was probably saying nice hat to Phoebe because it could have been sarcastic because it looked no, he wasn't kind being of ridiculous. Sarcastic. <laughs> or because it was very unusual. He's never seen anything like that before. Monica's is pretty typical. I mean, I thought Monica's hat looked nicer but i think he's saying it to phoebe well we all seem to disagree on these things i, I and i i didn't put as much thought into it it just seemed that he was looking more at monica when he said it maybe so anyway he walks away the girls both kind of like oh yeah he's right let's 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 do something to get his attention monica gives him the old woo 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 i know i thought she was gonna whistle it she, but uh, she like wooed it yeah she like wooed it woo woo mm-hmm. <laughs> like a train and isn't that bloody typical? A man can't even walk down the street without being treated like a piece of meat by women. Right? He's probably, you know, you could record him walking through the streets all day and just see all the sickening cat calls that he gets. God, men have it so hard. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he turns around in shock after this disgusting display. Uh, obviously shocked and appalled by the, these women's behavior. And uh, he's, he's hit by an ambulance. I know. <laughs> that can't take you back? Yeah. I mean, he stopped in the middle of the street, but you wouldn't think that there'd be a car coming. I mean, he stopped to turn around and be like, hey, thanks, whatever. And then, boom, yeah. he gets hit. So the next thing you know, they're in the hospital. 
Yeah, well, and we get the we get the opening credits. We're left on a bit of a cl- cliffhanger going into the opening credits, and you know this is the eleventh time that we've heard the the opening credit song. And I know you don't care for the the umbrellas and the poorly timed light switch, but at least you know we're getting time to practice our harmonies on on the theme music now, Elizabeth. I think we're getting pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I go up, you have to go down, though. Okay. Well, that that can be a little treat. Maybe we drop at the end of the season. Nobody wants to hear that. Oh, I think everybody does. <laughs> If you want to, if you want to um, hear us our harmonies for the the friends theme, just send us a wee tweet. I do like the tweets. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then we open. Uh, we're in the hospital. We're in the hospital, and Monica and Phoebe find out that this man is now in a coma yep. after being hit, but they have no idea who he is because apparently he has no family or friends. It's just them. I, I guess the hospital must have. Not been able to figure out, or, or he, yeah, it's weird because they kind of debate what his name is, which means his name isn't on his chart. He's been brought in as like a John Doe. It's not on his hospital bracelet. But that just must mean that he like wasn't carrying any form of ID. But wasn't he just buying something at that newspaper stand? He was at the newspaper stand. Maybe he just had you know men of the nineties. We didn't always carry wallets. We had you know. Maybe just a, a, a roll of 20s in our back pocket or something. Yeah, The they, 90s weren't that long ago, man. So yeah, they kind of debate what his name is, and then they, they both like start looking after him. It's a real while-you-were-sleeping kind of vibe. You know that movie? You get that reference? Yes. Mm-hmm. While You're Sleeping, Sandra Bullock? Mm-hmm. Bill Pullman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay, I got Good. it. Move All right, along. cool. Which was probably out about this time as well. Okay. We can't pause. Yeah, two episodes in a row. We can't pause and look no, up films no, no. on IMDb. We did. We did that last time. With no one cares as much about monkey this business. one as much as they do about Harriet the Spy. What are you talking about? While you were sleeping was a massive, a, a huge hit in the nineties. But Harriet the Spy. I haven't seen it. Rosie O'Donnell. What? She wasn't. A ch- she was a child in that. Movie? No, she was like the adult. All right, this isn't. We're getting off track. <laughs> so anyway, that's that sets up Monica and Phoebe's um, uh, plot line. Uh, we we then move it back to the the ladies' apartment when they where the gang are all together. They're sitting down watching TV. Mm-hmm. Jay Leno is on. You're probably too young to remember, but he was a chat show host. I know who Jay Leno is. Okay, so Jay Leno has a very special guest on his show. Yes, he has Mrs. Bing. Mrs. Bing. Nora Bing, old old Chandler Bing's mom. I wasn't expecting mother. her to look the way she looked. No. No. Played by. Um, Popular daytime TV actress, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. Mm -hmm. She fits her name, doesn't she? I don't know what that means. Fairchild. I mean, if you had a last name like Fairchild and you'd look not fair, you know what I mean? Morgan Fairchild. It just fits her very girly, blonde, a lot of work done type of look. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, come on. She had to have Look, had. just because she looks like she could have been married to Donald Trump at some point doesn't Ooh. mean that she deserves this kind of tag. So anyway, she's on the show with Jay Leno. She's being interviewed. She's something of a celebrity. She is a, a an, an author, mm-hmm. a writer. What kind of books does she write? She writes erotic novels. Erotic novels? Yes. Like Fifty Shades of Grey style? Um, I don't know if she does. No, I don't think it's S&M. I don't no, know. yeah, you know, the erotic novels, I think like a step above like the sad romantic ones like Nicholas Sparks. It's more like the ones you see in the grocery store as you're walking along and you know there's that row of Wait, books. Wait, they're and a magazines. step above Nicholas Sparks? They've got to be a step below Nicholas no, no, Sparks. No, no, I'm saying it's more it's not so much storyline as Nicholas Sparks is, it's more eroticism. Right. And the storyline's like, not quite as There's developed. inevitably a stable boy and there's a woman in a storm with heaving bosoms and there's a roll around in the hay. And yes, there's a, exactly. A father that forbids it. Yeah, you know. 
I'm guessing. I've, I've never read such stories. But anyway, they have issues. She gives a very frank interview. She kind of talks about sexual conquests and giving Chandler his first pack of condoms and, and, and things like that. So it, it's kind of just established that Chandler has a difficult relationship with his mother. Well, he seems to be embarrassed by her. Right. Like that she's not the typical mom. Is that it? Or is it like he doesn't feel like she's been a mother to him? Could have been both. But I mean, it's every time she says something sexual that he kind of cringes and tries to distract everyone from. Which is fair. Sure. But I I guess the issue is maybe not every mom out there is open about their sexuality and being a a sexual being, I guess. Mm -hmm. Especially as someone who's older. You know what I mean? Right. It's, It's like a little taboo for older women to be sexual. Okay. It's revealed in the interview that uh, Nora is coming to visit. She's going to be paying Chandler a visit. Yeah. Which Chan- this is the first Chandler's heard watching the interview that she she's coming to town. Yeah. So anyway, she comes to town. Meanwhile, um, Paolo's back on the scene. He's back from Rome as well. He's he's flown in. So much to Ross's chagrin. Disdain. Chagrin. That's yeah. a way better word. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Ross ain't happy about that. Rachel's happy she's got somebody to, to lick her hand when they go out to public places. Ugh. Uh, so that's good for her. Ross isn't too happy. Um, we get a first, I think, the first time when they go to meet. Um, they have a night out with Chandler's mom. This is the first time I think we've seen them drinking, pretty much. In a bar setting, at least. You maybe see them drinking some beers around the place, but... That's true. I don't think we've seen them out and about in a bar before. Especially in taking shots. Yeah. Shocking. These these mid-twenties New Yorkers going out for drinks. Quite the scandal. Totally. Mm-hmm. In New York City, the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Those crazy kids. They knock back some drinks. Ross isn't used to, to shots, as he points out. Clearly doesn't seem to agree with them. Well, he does so many because he's looking at Paolo and Rachel and getting upset because they're like literally eating out of one another's hands and licking it off and everything. That's and I gross. think that's just really bothering him. I don't blame him. But I mean, he does like four or five shots and gets very intoxicated. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. So, yep, he gets he gets drunk uh, and he has a, a bit of a heart-to-heart with old Mrs. Bing. He sort of reveals why he's upset, why he's drinking, and she, she, she kind of tries to make him feel better. You know, she says... Paolo, he's he's not a hero. There's no substance to him. I couldn't write a guy like Paolo. You're the real hero, Ross. Is he the real hero? Would you want to read a book where he's the hero? Well, I think he's the hero because he's like the everyman. Right. Like, there's not so many Paolos out there that are like these sexy, Italian, swoopy mm. hair type lovers that'll just like pick you up and throw you down. He's the empty vessel that the reader can project themselves onto so they can say, oh, that could be me. I could be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she, she cheers him up, comforts him, maybe a little bit too much, because next thing you know, they're, they're playing a bit of tonsil hockey. They just kiss. Yeah, yeah. Old it was weird. Ross and Chandler's mom. Kissy, kissy, kissy. Michael. Kissing in the back room. Michael. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> Am I allowed to ask that for this, because they're not dating? Uh, I suppose you can. Alright, uh, alright, alright, let me ask again. Hey, Michael. Hmm? Would you? Uh, with all due respects to Morgan Fairchild, uh, no, I don't think I would. Is that the first no you've said on this I don't podcast? Know. Hey. <laughs> no slut shaming. But why is it? Why no? I don't know. This is not my type. Not quite my cup of tea. Okay, fair. Yeah. So that happens. Joey sees it. Joey pays witness to this uh, disgusting act. 
And then has the funniest line in the whole show. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, not in this episode. I guess not in the whole show, obviously. Yeah, because he, like, walks over there, is about to go into the bathroom, sees it. They see him, and he's just like, uh, I'm gonna go pee in the street. Or something <laughs> awesome like that. Like, he could just walk into the bathroom and not see them, but he decides to leave and go all the way into the street. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. He delivered it very well. Yeah, he did deliver it very well. Oh, he had another funny line, too. Something about knowledge. It's like, knowledge is, I don't know. Knowledge like, is tricky. I don't It was some, it was a great line. He, the show is very good at the, like, punchy one-liners. Yeah, I think yeah. that's where it really kind of Usually zings. Chandler gets those. Chandler gets them. Well, Phoebe gets gets pretty good mm, ones as well. Mm-hmm. I think Monica's all right with it. Like, they're all good. I think, yeah, those, those, those punchy one-liners, this is where the show really comes alive. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a good one, certainly. So that kind of sets up the conundrum. Ross kisses his best friend's mom. Joey sees it as well, so it's, uh, you know, is he going to spill the beans? What's going to happen with that? Elsewhere, you know, back to the hospital with Fonica and Mibi. <laughs> with Monica and Phoebe. They're, they're looking after this, uh, this John Doe character. This... They're doing the most, yeah. as my friend Chandler would say. They're doing the most. They are extra. Yeah, they're, they're doing a little bit too much. You know, it's revealed in a nice little montage with, uh, you know, the Smokey Robinson song, My... My guy, Mary Wells, you know, sister act, all that, playing oh, in the yeah. background. He's in some pop music in the last couple of episodes. We had yeah. Shining Happy People, and now we got My Guy. Uh, they're looking after him. They're, I was making notes at the time. They're, so they're really. doing a lot. So they're bringing him balloons and flowers, like a tree at one point. They're shaving his face. Okay. Um, they're reading to him, singing to him, all sorts of things, bringing him flowers. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a almost daily occurrence that they're there. But then it starts to get a little competitive. Yeah, it's all going fine during that montage. But then all of a sudden, jealousy rears its ugly head. And, and, and the, the ladies start bickering over the guy. I mean, they're you know? competing for a man in a coma because they think he's this ideal man. They, you know, they've created him to be some perfect guy because they don't know who he is. They just have made it up in their minds, kind of like the erotic novels. Look, Elizabeth, I think you're overthinking it slightly. The The fact of the matter is you get two women together, jealousy is just going to come out. It's just natural. That's all women like to do. They just like to be jealous. Tear each other down. Tear each other down. Competing for men that they probably don't even want. It's just it's just classic. Textbook. We're going to lose a lot of wonderful female listeners if you keep talking like this because they can't hear your sarcasm. They can hear my sarcasm. Ah. It is an audio medium. And yes, of course, it is a joke. It's all tongue-in-cheek. Everyone knows that. But it's mm-hmm. it's funny anyway. They, it's Yeah, they, they kind of turn against each other. You know, they start planning on vi- going on visits on their own and sort of getting extra time with them. And yeah, it turns a little bit ugly. They start arguing over it. Monica, at one point, changes his pajamas, which, oh, yeah. you know, they don't really dwell on that, but... Could be a little inappropriate. Massively inappropriate. <laughs> How can it not be inappropriate? Because yeah. you see his bot He's wearing pajama bottoms as well. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. I just thought... She, like, pulled down the cover. And just, I just saw the top part. I mean, whichever way you look at it, wildly inappropriate. They start bickering. It's kind of resolved, I guess. It comes to a conclusion when they go to visit him one day, and he's up and about, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. And as if to, you know, to to back up your point where they, he's this kind of ideal image, they just want this ideal image of the guy, uh, they don't even ask what his name is when he when he wakes up oh after the dinner. that's so true. Yeah. What's wrong with them? They clearly don't care that much. <laughs> no, they just care about getting the credit that they deserve for helping him out and seeing if he'll 
be with one of them, I, I suppose. Yeah, and then they just start turning it into, like, a very, like, they basically flip out and are like, oh, you're going to say that and you're never going to call me again. You know, they're projecting their insecurities onto him almost. Yeah. You know, he's just been ambushed by these two women who say they've been taking care of him. Like, what's he supposed to think? I mean, I'd be really confused. I, I would maybe ask, like, a nurse or something and be like, have these women been here? What are they doing? I don't yeah. know them. Do they work at the hospital? And I, appre- I appreciate it, um, but I'm, I don't need them, I guess. I don't know. He probably would have been fine taken care of by the wonderful hospital staff without them. Mm-hmm. That wrapped up. We do get another scene where Phoebe's singing in, the, in Central Park, and again, her song made me laugh. I really liked it. She was like singing about the guy in the coma. Mm-hmm. Like a, she doesn't know his name and stuff like that. And then <laughs> she's halfway through the song and Monica leaves, presumably go to the hospital. And she's just like, okay, I'm taking a break. Like stops <laughs> midway through. Man, I'm liking Phoebe. Yeah, It's weird. I'm really liking Phoebe right now. I know. And you yelled at Ross in this episode. You were like, oh, shut up, Ross. Yeah, well, he's just like... He's... That's like what you do for Ted on How I Met Your Mother. I know. Well, they're both... They're both pretty bad. Well, so you didn't like Ross either, or is it just my influence? No, I've Ross has never been my favorite. Okay, but it's not me. We've both been we've you. both been harsh on him, and I'm trying to to be fairer to him. Okay. So anyway, back to there. I mean, it's hard to root for the guy that's like locking lips with his best friend's mom. You know, it's hard hard to get behind that guy. Is that like a bro code no no? Well, this is what you know. Joey and Ross have a, a heart-to-heart about it. Joey says, you broke the code, man. Uh, which, yeah, I, I made a note. That must be a bit of a, He's talking about the code. That's a bit of a precursor to the bro code, which uh, Barney Stinson will talk about years later in How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Do you agree with that? Is that a no-no? Well, kissing your best friend's mom? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I yeah, don't that's, know. That's, that's sure a no-no. has different opinions. Nah. It's a no-no? It's a no-no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, what if your best friend was a girl? Would yeah, that still be not, different? It, it's different, but it's still not great. Hmm. It's still but not it's good. different, though. It is different. So, Joey's putting pressure on Ross to talk to Chandler, to come clean, to confess, to fess up. Yeah, which he does. Which he does. He initially tries to blame Paolo, but then he eventually comes clean and says it's him. He kissed the mom. Uh, Chandler is furious to begin with, and then Ross... Being the master manipulator that he is, kind of tries to turn it around. It's like, this isn't really about me kissing your mom. This is about your issues with your mom. Oh, Very Ross. clever. Some very clever little, like, mental gymnastics to kind of tap dance around the issue. I guess so. Yeah. And it works. Mm-hmm. Although he does manage to throw Joey under the bus as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he, he lets Chandler know that Joey knew all about it as well and didn't say anything. So Chandler's mad at him as well. Yeah. He storms off. Then I feel bad because Joey just happened upon it, you know? Yeah, it's not his place. And, like, it was yeah. just a day. Like, you know, it was just one day and then he told him. Like, right. Joey could Joey could feasibly just say, oh, I was waiting for Ross to tell you. Yeah. And it would be fine. But uh, anyway, Chandler's upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it does eventually lead to him having out with his mom, having a conversation, having an argument. Yeah. We don't really see the main bulk of it. No, writers decided. That. Uh, the writers just co- decided they couldn't be bothered writing a nice little heart to heart between them. I guess you know because Chandler never has any serious moments. Well, on they're screen. too busy. Look, they nailed the one liners. They got the big laughs from Joey. They probably like decided to take a break that day, and then they came back <laughs> in the next day. They're asking for the the final draft of the script. They're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, they have it in the other room. It's fine. It'll be okay. 
and uh, yeah, so they're just okay, basically. Mm. That's kind of how it ends. Uh, and then Chandler forgives Ross as well. He gets off easy. Oh, does he get off easy? Really? Yeah. What should have happened? Like them not be friends for a while. Oh. Or like it's harsh. Ross, maybe is it? Ross has to do something to like. I don't know, cause like she kind of kissed him, and he was really drunk. Ah. Semantics. Mm. Mm. What if it was the other way around? What do you mean? If he, if the dad <laughs> r- kissed the girl who was really, really drunk. High fives all around. Nah. <laughs> all right, move along. So yeah, that kind of, yeah, a bit weird. Like, they have their argument behind closed doors. That's all fine. Chandler comes out after this argument slash make up with his mum. And everything's okay with Ross as well, so everything's back to normal, I guess. Yeah. Typical kind of sitcom thing, everything's back to the way it was before. Yeah, we, we wrap up uh, our closing credits. Rachel was inspired by by Nora to, to try her hand at the writing as well. Yes. She writes uh, the first chapter of her own erotic fiction, mm-hmm. shares it with her friends, bears her soul, her artwork. You know, this is that's a brave step for her. You know, she hasn't shown any kind of interest in the arts before then. You know, she's just been living off daddy's dime with her dentist fiancé, and now she's waiting tables trying to make it on her own. She doesn't get enough credit. She's a brave... She's so brave. She's so brave. Don't you think she's brave? You just like her. You just <laughs> like the way she looks. She's just brave. All right, great. She's, she's brave. A, she's a pioneer. Her hairstyles, you know, all And that. all of them have some funny thing to say about... Her chapter, because she's not the best typist in the world. But it's just spelling out. mistakes, though. Why don't they have spell check? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what the well, anyways, you know, is. they're reading along, and they keep noticing all of these spelling errors that make things sound funny, like nuffle and pens, if you can kind of decipher it's what I'm throbbing saying there. pens. Throbbing pens, yeah. yeah. And that kind of distracts them from actually reading it, and they laugh about it. So she just, she gets mad, and she takes them all back. And she snatches it up, takes it away... Buries her dreams, never mentions it again. Aww. Once again, these friends, when it really comes down to it, happy to kiss your mum, but when it comes to showing <laughs> a bit of support, when you, heaven forbid, try and do something a little bit creative, nope. Smack back down, back in your place. Get back, get that apron back on, Rachel. Get back. Those coffees aren't going to serve themselves. Man, tough day for her. It's a dark ending. <laughs> it leaves us in a very dark place. She sulks for five episodes, doesn't speak to them. Five episodes later, they ask oh, what's no. wrong, and she's like, you guys made fun of my book. Oh, poor Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, so that was it. The one with Mrs. Bing. Uh, do you think it was worthy of its 26.6 million viewers, Elizabeth? Yeah, I, think, I thought it was pretty yeah? good. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was a, a little bit of a break in the in the strong run. I wasn't... Okay. I wasn't, well, I just thought it was a bit, like, I, I don't know, the, the whole... Ross kissing Chandler's mum and the whole while you were sleeping subplot and you know the fact that all of the resolution is either done behind closed doors or like just kind of glossed over like with um, Chandler and Ross yeah, I, I don't know little cop out yeah mm. I mean it was there like the one liners were there and I think that's really what the becomes the show's bread and butter as we go along yeah like I think this one had like a very consistent kind of like punchy line to to like end things or cut the tension which is I think we've seen it in the first 10 episodes but I think here it was really clear and perhaps more consistent and maybe a little bit funnier but as a whole maybe not maybe not an absolute classic episode I mean I I don't really remember this episode very well 
Like I can, you, you could usually give me the title of an episode and I would be able to tell you what the episode's about. I couldn't do that with this one. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So with that in mind, our next episode, episode 12, is the, the one, one with, with the, the dozen, dozen lasagnas. lasagnas. Oh, you know that. I think you remember this one. No, I, saw, I see it up there. Oh. <laughs> the one with the dozen lasagnas. The one I with... do remember this one, yes. You do remember this one. I mean, I okay. remember this title. Okay. So I think that means I'll remember it. Okay. Something to do with food, no doubt. Something to do with food. Uh, I love lasagna. So that'll be our next one. Until then, Elizabeth, it's it's been a pleasure as always. As always. Thank you for taking the time to, to sit down and watch some television with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you all. Uh, as always, give us a follow at Friends Pod. Help us with our drinking game. Uh, give us likes if you want to help the show. Give us like a little retweet on Twitter or leave us a nice review on wherever you listen to podcasts. But uh, until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, bye-bye. Bye.